DNVR Broncos podcast coming to you live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar. And the A today stands for association. Ah. As in, could there be a Broncos association with Peyton Manning? Could also go on with advisory. Yeah, that would have been better. Advisory. Uh, a big splash. No, I always get yelled at when I yeah. just use the letter A. But you uh, use that all the time. No, only when I'm backed <laughs> into a corner. I thought I honestly thought that's where you were going with uh, association. Uh, that took me a second. Like, oh no, no, no! That that really is just a word. Association's way too weak for this. Why? They're but, trying to associate themselves with Peyton Manning. Oh, Who doesn't want to do that? No, they're not. No, they're not trying to. What do you mean? There's no associating <laughs> with Peyton Manning. You you land him. You don't just associate with Peyton. No, because these guys just want Peyton Manning to say they have Peyton Manning. Hmm. I don't think so. Oh, I like where that's going. Yep. Let's yep. get into this a little bit more here in a second. But first, a shout out to our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, where you can bet five to get $150 in free bets. If you bet on any NBA money line, well, I guess any NBA finals game, and you're lucky because I keep telling you to take the Warriors and they keep losing, but it doesn't <laughs> matter because even if you lose your bet, uh, you're still going to get your $150 in free bets from our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So check that out. Get in on all the action at DraftKings. My boys, what is going on, Henry? So pumped to have you on today. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I've been commenting a lot in the chat. Loved it. Oh, yes. and, and eventually, like, you realize nobody cares what you're saying there. But now people have to listen <laughs> to me. Like, everybody in the chat has to listen to what I have to say. Yeah, and I mean, I think you've been, like, paying off people in the Madden chat because they keep saying, like, more Henry, more Henry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just because I suck in the Madden League now. Oh, yeah. Like, what now, happened to you? It's, I mean, it's an effort thing. Like, oh, wow. yeah, wow. I, I, it, I had that deep playoff run. It's that thing you always talk about where there's like the playoff hangover, mm-hmm. like go to NFC championship game. Year. Yeah. But, but then like you start off, you lose a couple games cause you're not playing other Madden games. And so I, I did that one, five in a row, lost five in a row threw in Davis mills. And now here we are. So I'm going to get good picks. So the guys who do the Madden podcast did a mid season power rankings and they ranked Henry 10th. And me, no, sorry, Henry 9th and me 10th. This came after I had swept Henry in our season series. Since those rankings came out, I haven't lost. Henry hasn't won. Mm, sounds yeah. like you've had a chip on your shoulder. Yep, you've yep. been tuning into the media. You've been listening mm-hmm. to the noise. They awoke the beast. <laughs> so, Henry, what does is, what is a bad Henry mean? What's the record? Oh, I'm 5 and 10 right now. Oh, is that right? Okay. Two Oof. games left? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm, I'm 7 and 9. Have the division lead right now. <laughs> Your division is all such a I have to do. If I win. I'm in, baby. So you oh won your game yesterday. I did. Oh, I won. I tuned in early, yep, and you were kind of getting smoked. Yeah, went down 6-0, and then DJ Chark just started taking over, wow, baby. Oh, my guy. You're your oh, guy. I sent him to you. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, uh, uh, Zach, you disagree with me mm-hmm. uh, on the level of involvement mm-hmm. that Peyton Manning can have in – let me just say this before you even talk. I hope you're right. Mm, thank you. I hope I'm right too, Ryan. And here is the news that we're basing this off of. Adam Schefter today, and I should say Mike Kliss earlier this week, put out that Peyton had talked to all four ownership groups about potentially joining them in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So we knew that. And then today, Adam Schefter says the Walton Penner Broncos ownership group has had conversations with Peyton Manning about an advisory role in the organization. Let's just stop that midway there. If that was it, I would agree with you. Uh I would say 
absolutely an association. Nothing more. It looks good, and that's about it. But it does not stop there. He says that could eventually mean being a part of the ownership group and having equity in the franchise, per sources. It still doesn't move the needle for me. Mm, why? Um, because I, it's not going to be a large piece. Yep. So it's going to be a very small piece. And I just think it's exactly what I told you yesterday. They want to like make it clear, like Peyton's ours. He's our guy. Yep. Without, if he was in the ownership group, he would have been in the ownership group. So to me, this that, is like, we still yeah. want you to be involved. We want Peyton Manning wearing Bronco stuff all the time. We're, you know, we want you at the stadium on Sundays, but you're an advisor in the same way that like John Elway is an advisor right now. They all wanted Peyton in the group though. Like, didn't we know beforehand that he had talked to all the groups, but you don't pick one because that one could lose. You wait till after then jump in with all the winners. Peyton should have just called me up and I was said, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> but there's still a risk. The Walton there. group is You're the, the one. Yeah, there's still a risk with. there though. And then for that whole month leading up to, to Monday's announcement, it should have been Peyton has talked to the winning bidder. And it's like, wait, wait, there's not a winning bidder yet. That would have been pushed <laughs> yeah. back there. Uh, yeah. But Ryan, my pushback to you is if someone is yours, that's not an association. That's a love affair. That's 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 a bond. That's a forever thing. That's more than just saying hi to someone over the phone of an association. You're locked in <sighs> if he's got ownership. Now, where I will agree with you is, and we, we never assumed that Peyton was going to have 10% uh, of the Broncos. He was never going to be able to put in $400 million, $500 million. Uh, so, but, so what could happen is Peyton is theirs. He's locked in with the Broncos. <laughs> he gets... 1% of the team, something very small. And then his uh, Omaha Productions grows, and he's getting a lot more money. And then Eli starts making a lot more money as well. And then all of those guys and Archie, they go in on the New Orleans Saints or some other team. And then Peyton does leave and split off. We've seen that happen where a minority owner in a team goes to another team and eventually buys them. That could happen, and, and that could happen here. So maybe it's not marriage, but it's 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 a long-term commitment here. We've got a relationship. A long-term association? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Henry? I mean, he's absolutely going to be involved. Like, like, if you're Rob Walton and Peyton Manning is a part of your group, like, you're telling me you buy an NFL team and you have no interest in picking Peyton Manning's mind about what you should do. No, I totally think you have a huge interest in it. But yeah. I just don't think it's going to be like a... Um, president of football operations type of thing where you know he's he's in front of the camera all the time like yeah i think it's gonna be just like john elway like exactly. john elway just popped up in the draft room one day and exactly. they're like oh i guess john elway's there today you're like he, he'll be on the sidelines for some things but i just don't think it's gonna be like an official role where you're seeing a lot of peyton manning in term rather than just like seeing him they mm -hmm. pan over to his box during the game i mean i think you're seeing him like you said the same way john elway you see him but he's around a lot at this point isn't he he is like he, he was there all offseason he's been at nearly if not every single ota practice yeah at least it's at the tough to get a tea time to. these days so, uh. <laughs> so maybe if he can't get on the course he goes out to practice i, yeah. I gotta say speaking of john elway's role really quick mm -hmm. i'm shocked at how much he's around. Remember when when he was an advisor last year or or he took a step up but really a step back and he was around a little bit about the amount I expected. When he took this new role of outside consultant, mm -hmm. I thought he was never going to be around. Yeah. He's, he's been around a lot so far and maybe it's him trying to be around in this process 
to try to sneak in that Peyton Manning role and, and kind <laughs> of not necessarily keep Peyton out, but if there's one role available, he wants to be the one that's there. And he can say, hey, I've been here all offseason. I'm still here. Let me get that role. Why not have the whole Broncos Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks in the building? Totally. Of course. Yeah. Um, real quick on, on your point just now about John being around. I was listening to a podcast yesterday and uh, Paul Bizanette was talking about Wayne Gretzky and they've been working next to each other on the TNT set and he's like dude this guy just loves hockey so much all he wants to do is be around hockey like the the story was like uh he he, he hit him up before because the abs are playing on Saturday in Edmonton mm -hmm. and so Wayne hit him up and was like Friday and Sunday the oil kings are playing we got to go up there to the, the the juniors game like he's like dude all he wants to do is just watch hockey be around hockey and i assume john o is probably similar you know like obviously he loves golf and gambling and all that other everybody stuff. loves golf yeah, and gambling. exactly <laughs> but in the end like he's a football guy that's his life his entire life's work mm -hmm. is football it's probably weird for him to not be around it every day okay so then a counter to that i think you could say the exact same thing about peyton and if peyton's totally. gonna do something peyton goes all in and that's why I could see this new role for him being something where he wants to be all the way around. Uh, golf, gambling, and scooters. That's literally like a, that is a standard weekend. That is true. <laughs> but I do think like they should be reaching out to Elway, too, and seeing if they can get him involved. I mean, everybody wants this to turn into another Bolin situation. Nobody knows how Pat Bolin ran that franchise better than John Elway. He was there from 83 to 97, comes yeah. back in different roles, co-owned the crush with him. Like, if you want Bolin, that's Elway. And, and it's not, again, you're not giving the keys to Elway. But again, having somebody to ask questions to, tell you what the city's like, tell you what you're doing. Like, that is, that is somebody you want in that building. I'm going to provide the devil's advocate view okay. here. You can definitely have too many alphas. And I'm willing to guess a $70 billion man is an alpha. And of course, Peyton and John are that way too. And it's just weird. Like, I think it would be weird to have Peyton and John around in the in like a similar capacity. I was going to say different capacities. Yes. Where John gives a hundred million dollars to have 0.4% of the team. And that's just an investment for him. And he can stay as an outside consultant helping George Peyton, but then Peyton would come in and but it is tough because John would be helping with the football side with George Payton. Peyton Manning would also be on the football side right. if they're involved. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, I, I don't know. You, you're not seeing any Adam Schefter reports about about the Walton group wanting John Elway involved. It's true. So to me, it's kind of like a, a passing of the torch thing here. Like John is probably going to be around, but just as like a a legend and as george payton's guy and if george payton has any questions he'll call him up uh and george payton will continue to mention that he he relies on john elway regardless of how much he does yeah and obviously payton would be involved in the football side of things too but maybe he's like in more because like he he's obviously a successful businessman as well um so maybe he's like walton's guy whereas uh john elway can be payton's guy I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't see. I, I don't think see, it's too much. Yeah, I don't, I don't see know. Peyton Manning doing that, and I also don't see Peyton Manning taking a role that's not the exact one that he wants, and that's just what could be tough here because you, you mentioned Rob Walton is an alpha. 
the two people that are going to be running this team on a day-to-day basis, they are also alphas. Carrie yeah. Penner, or Walton Penner, and her husband, Greg Penner, while they may not be worth $70 billion, they're going to be worth about $25, $30 billion in just a couple of decades, yeah. and they're already worth a lot themselves right now. So where would Peyton's role be? Because it's hard to think that he could come in and be the president of the team, because you think that those two would kind of have that title. Uh, of president yeah, of the team, yeah. that type of, of ownership, looking over the, the business and the football side. And then president of football operations. Wouldn't you then be really stripping George Payton mm-hmm. of – I mean, you, you absolutely would be stripping George Payton of final say. Uh, and yep. you would be trumping George Payton. And everything George Payton's done so far says that shouldn't happen. Right. Totally. Which is why I think that this is going to be a much smaller – just an advisor role. Yeah, an association. Don't yeah, if, if say I, that <laughs> word. <laughs> if, if I'm Rob Walton, what I'm thinking is, again, we, there's no reason to think Elway's going to be a part of it. But, but what I would do is I would go in there and say, okay, you two, maybe there's equity, whatever. You guys are advisors. And every Thursday, me and you, you two and George, we're going to sit down for an hour. We're going to talk about shit. Hopefully you've been like around the facilities, like paying attention on the sidelines. After that, we're going to get a tea time. We're going to yeah. we're going to get some drinks after. And that's going to be that relationship. And if, if I need advice on something else, maybe you call up on another day. But that just seems like when you're thinking about building a football team and, and not from like a, a roster standpoint, but just from a... a the what are the Denver Broncos? Where are the facilities? Where is the stadium? Like those just seem like good guys to have some sort of conversation with. And so if I'm Rob Walton, I'm really interested in what those two have to say as much as just about anybody else. I just want more pictures of Peyton and Russ in the film room together. Oh. But then just John in there as well. Ah, <laughs> the both of them over Russ's shoulder and it looks like a painting that's on a wall in the mm. Louvre. But that's just every Monday morning. That was a risk. Like you really went for it, saying the Louvre. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because I, I I see that word and I I'm scared to pronounce it. Yeah, I just can't I, go confidently with Louvre. That that's why I, I was confident. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, hope it worked you, out. I, I I believed every second of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Louvre. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Brett Favre. Right. Yes. Uh, so dumb. I, I'm convinced Brett Favre says his name wrong. You mm. just never see that. Like I've never seen that from any other team. Even the Peyton and Russ thing, I like maybe I'm just not paying close enough attention, but I just don't think I've seen like two Hall of Famers, one current, one who's in the Hall of Fame, like working together in an NFL building. Brett Favre looking over Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' shoulder yeah. in like the meeting room. Ended gross. Absolutely and not. That yeah, sounds weird, exactly. but it's it's almost a one for one uh, in terms of like the age gap. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And certainly not that. I don't know about this, but I would imagine their relationship is pretty non-existent. Does Aaron Rodgers have a relationship with anyone? That's very true. And yeah. I mean, Brett Favre, that, things ended really ugly with the Packers. Yeah, like that's not a man who's going to be spending a lot of time. That's there. the one difference. Is that's, they that's didn't big compete one. for a job against each other. Like who Peyton else retired Russ? from right. their team? Like around the nineties, had a like great Drew career. Bledsoe and Tom Brady. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh. Drew Bledsoe's looking over Tom's shoulder, telling him stuff, and Tom's just like, no. Like maybe here. you'll see Philip Rivers and Justin Herbert at some point. Maybe. Maybe. But we're we're talking about, you know, Justin Herbert's too young to be a Hall of Famer. Uh and Philip Rivers yeah. isn't like a bona fide Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. Joe Montana played for the Chiefs. Mm. <laughs> Joe Montana and Patrick Mahomes yeah. haven't seen it. That's what I'm saying. It's like a really unique thing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like someone at Bronco Social should be like, hey, let's get John in this pick. 
No one's it's ever totally done anything like this. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. I guess that's what they did with their schedule release video. Now, what, like, yeah. Let's have all three here. That was a great. They did a great job. Yep. They Except did. Except for the part where they needed to show the schedule. Shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, you know what it should it be? It was just, just skit comedy. Just for us. It wasn't a schedule release. <laughs> their whole video should just be a picture of the schedule. Just monotonely well, reading minutes. through it. Yes. <laughs> it's Tom Shane reading the schedule. Right. Yes. Yes. That'd be good. You could have Tom Shane. Uh, you could have uh, Dylan Doug. Oh, uh, yeah. the American Furniture Warehouse yes, guy. Yes. Jake ja- Jabs. Jake Jabs. Yep. Yep. Oh, who are some mm-hmm. other ones? Damn, we should do our own schedule release mm, video and yeah. get like Denver yes. C-li- C-list uh, celebrities. I love it. Yes. I'm in. I'm yep. in. I'm absolutely in. All right. Someone bookmark that for next season. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's move on here. Uh, I, I guess it's just to be seen mm-hmm. what exactly it is. I find it weird, but maybe it really was just posturing from Peyton. He's like, I'm not aligning myself with anyone oh, yeah. until I know who wins. Why would you? And that's just like smart because everyone wants him. He wants in. Um, you know, Patrick was, you know, throwing in the good word for him. <laughs> hey, Peyton wants to be involved just so you know. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it's a win-win for everyone. <laughs> I'd like to see Peyton essentially be like the figurehead of the ownership group would love it but i don't think that's happening. no no i i completely agree i think if it was any other group we may see that but with rob walton and the structure he already has in place it's not gonna happen you just right. haven't seen that like it's always the majority owner it feels like like there's right. nowhere else where you really see at least i can think of off the top of my head is there i feel like there maybe is an example of somewhere where it's just like a player kind of represents the like order. magic johnson is he like yes. a part owner of the lakers that's exact, but again that's not not NFL. anymore i don't think but okay that um, would have been it now, now he's the dodgers yep huh. and is he the one that speaks for them i believe the so i mean but okay. you know genie bus just as much yeah you know yeah for sure I, well i think he was like work he was like a title with the lakers he did. like president of basketball he was something think, along those yeah. lines but then he was also part owner of the Dodgers. Now I think right. he's just part owner of the Dodgers and mm-hmm. he speaks on behalf of, of the owners. Yep. All right. Uh, I want to remind you guys to come down to the DNVR bar. I don't know if you guys saw yesterday. Um, Denver is easing restrictions on bars oh in terms of where they can serve. Um, so we'll see what we can do with that. Mm. We'll, we'll uh, hopefully be able to do something really nice awesome. Nice little tease there. Yes. Uh, come down for the cup finals. It's going to be out of control. Just insane in the best possible way. So make sure you come hang out here. And you can come watch the other series. Hopefully it gets over as fast as possible. But it just feels like it has seven written all over it. Um, it does. And you can watch the NBA Finals, even though every game sucks in the NBA playoffs since the Nuggets <laughs> went out. Um, and, yeah, you can watch all sorts of great stuff down here. So come out and hang out. But especially get yourself ready to come down here and watch the Stanley Cup. It's going to be incredible. And come check out our friends over at Sexy Pizza, where they are celebrating the Avs making the Stanley Cup Finals by giving you 15% off your entire order using the promo code DNVRAVS. And as Ryan likes to say, no apostrophes between the V and the S. No apostrophes after the S. Just D-N-V-R-A-V-S to get yourself 15% off your entire order of sexy pizza. Sexy pizza truly is the best pizza out there. So you're if you're in anywhere in Denver, make sure that's your go-to. And again, use that code this weekend when you're having some outdoor parties with this great weather. And that is DNVR Avs over at Sexy Pizza.
You know about uh, the Ivaca TV? I read? just pulled it up. <laughs> I actually, I don't know that I've ever done Ivaca before. So this oh, is going to be a fun one. Wow. Ivaca, I mean, Iva, first fun thing about Ivaca, Ivaca TV, like evocative. That's pretty clever. Mm, That's pretty clever. That. Yeah. Mm. So uh, gets the people going. What yeah. they do though, it's like a, it's like a TV service. They have Altitude on it, which is the big plug. That's why they advertise through us, is because nobody here can watch Altitude, and this is the easy way to do it. You know, there's all the people saying like, oh, out in Boston, there's like the thirty dollars you can pay to stream mm-hmm. whatever. This is twenty five dollars, and you get Altitude plus a bunch of other stuff, including the DMVR network. Yeah. Or do we call it anything? Or, what way is it? DMVR channel? Yeah. DMVR channel. Okay, yeah. I like that. But yeah, DMVR. You could watch this there. You could watch a bunch of stuff there. Um, but again, it's it's cool. It's cheap. And you get a discount right now. Uh, it's only $15 per month for the first three months plus the receiver cost if you use the promo code DMVR. Uh, again, that's it's usually $25. That gets it down to $15. That receiver is only $5 a month or $250 up front if you just want to buy it. Uh, you get the Rockies. You get the Avs, the Nuggets. Get in on it. Hell yeah. Uh, TV slash DNVR. Oh, there, there we go. go. Um, you, you did good. Great job. You did great oh, job, yeah. Hank. You did good. Uh, a couple housekeeping notes I want to get. Just quick. I want your quick takes mm. on this. Uh, first, FU Draymond. The whole stadium chanting it. How wow. do we feel about this? Um, extremely predictable that that uh, is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, about that's the way it should be. as predictable as the guy with extremely fair skin and red hair with a painted on jersey that said white. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough one. I mean, yeah, you got to F you Draymond, of course. He's one like you go back and forth on where it's like you hate him, you hate him, you hate him. He's playing the Nuggets and then you watch him and you're like, "Ah, he is pretty good." But yeah, in that situation, F you Draymond for sure. When he wins me over is just like with his podcast. Oh, totally. It's mm. like it's so revealing and interesting. It, yeah. And but when when he's playing the Nuggets, I hate him. I just want to say this. It is a bit much. For a whole stadium to be chanting that. Wow, At the same time, I'm so impressed. So. I'm so impressed. I don't think I would... If I did that at Ball Arena, I don't think I would get everyone around me to do it. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think Boston fans are different. Yeah. Um, and so I think you could do mm-hmm. that there. You couldn't do that here. I think people would like turn around and like right. snarl at right. me. Like for Mellow, you could. Like Mellow, you could... I no, so I don't, I don't think you people think would so. say F you. I, I really? think you could I, boo when people would get would, would boo with oh, you for course, Mellow, yeah. but... F you. Huh. We can't even do the bullshit chant anymore. <laughs> now it's just ref you suck. Right, 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 right. Draymond reminds me of Philip Rivers. If he if he's on your team, you absolutely love him. You love the trash talk. You love what he brings. Because then off the court, actually you you like him. Uh and if he's on your team, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, do you love what he brings? Yeah. He's also way better though. Just throwing that out there. There yeah. Easy Hall of Famer. Easy Hall of Famer for Draymond. Draymond is not a Hall of Bro, Famer. Bro, he has if, 15 points and 15 fouls in this series. Yeah, he's wow, like 34 no and he's way. about to get another ring. He's a defender. He's, he's if, going to the Hall of Fame. And you could probably... He I, is. I, I don't disagree with you with that, but if you put him on another team, he's not a Hall of Famer. And you could probably say that about That's some fair. guys, but not a lot of guys. Like, Hall of Famers What I'll say is you'll never are. say that about a quarterback. If you put it, if you put him on another team, he wouldn't be a Hall of Famer. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, he would still be a Hall of Famer is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. The quarterback makes the team. Um, oh, one other thing. Live golf. How does this end? To me, it ends <laughs> with they run out of money oh, very yes. soon. And yeah. But that's the thing is they have unlimited money. Like, like they, they are like, what, like Saudi princes? Like they, they have, they, the money will last decades. I, I, I guess I shouldn't say they run out of money. I think it just loses money 
Right. Very quickly, right? And those guys are like, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, here's here's what happens: is all the people that's being suspended by the PGA don't play in the PGA, and then uh, do people start tuning in to live golf? And that's how. Do you even know how last. to tune in? Absolutely not. No. YouTube, right? No. And it, it's got, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have to be at two a.m., eleven p.m. our time. Like it, it can't be a good time. I think they play all around the world. Okay, so, so it depends. Floating around. I yeah. I mean, did you see the Phil Mickelson press conference? No. Oh, oh God. God, it was so good. Um, <laughs> because it was bad? Well, yeah, because it was awkward and cringy. Yeah. He said sorry about something. He's like, I'm sorry to whoever, blah, blah, blah. And then this British reporter pressed him. I assume they were British based on their accent. Pressed him and was like, um, what are you saying sorry for? Are you saying sorry um, <laughs> b- because of the human rights violations here? Or are you saying sorry because you're shamelessly taking their money? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And did he have no answer for that? He was like, I um, uh, understand. <laughs> so cringe. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. So the other day, we released a video, a little video of this yesterday. Um, Zach... RG and I went down to Coors Field where the Broncos were having a home run derby. We've got a couple different pieces of content coming out from this. Uh, we had a yes. little little vlog yesterday, um, but we also asked Russell Wilson one his teammates. Yes, Russell Wilson's teammates one very important question. Um, so let's let's toss up that video. Should we just play them all? Yeah, just play them all. Yeah. yeah. This is the question everyone wants to know: Is Russell Wilson corny? <laughs> oh man hey i'll say this i'll say this the rust that people see on social media and like you know the quick little intros and outros of different videos that he does he is the exact same person um you can respect that right? i don't and i respect that i think i think a lot of the times especially when i would consider him an a-list celebrity and especially being with sierra there's a lot of attention that comes with that you have a you have a different perspective of what you think and how you think they would act behind cameras, and he's exactly the same guy. And so I guess I necessarily wouldn't call that corny. I would say the opposite. Like if he was completely different, I would say that that was kind of corny. Um, so I wouldn't call him corny, but he is the exact same guy that you meet in front of the camera. You know, doing the doing the whatever intros, outros, all the funny things that he does. He's the exact same guy. And he's. He's genuinely one of the best guys that I've met, like being his status as a, as a player in our league. Is he corny? No. He has a plan for everything that he does, so he, he knows what he's doing. Russell Wilson corny. Um, I don't know, does he have any corn sponsors? Is he, I, <laughs> Josie's from Iowa. So you gotta ask Josie the question about corn, but uh, no, uh, for my short amount of time I've been here with, with Russell, it's been great. Uh, I'm looking forward to what he brings to this team. Uh, something that you know, we haven't had in a little bit, so um, you know, excited to have him here on the team. If being the best quarterback and being a good father to your kids and a great husband, if that's corny, then I want to be corny too. <laughs> I love that. I wouldn't call Russell Wilson corny. I would say you're seeing, you know, someone that is expressing greatness all the time. I know that video that came out recently wasn't, you know, <laughs> very fun. But uh, you know, hey, when you do those when you when you do when you do those media things, it is never fun to do yeah, that because yeah. you're by yourself in a quiet room. You <laughs> like, and you got to get hyped like by yourself. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I, I think we have media day tomorrow, so I'm not excited for my, for my turn. Take like a free workout or something before you go out. There's a whole bunch of caffeine just loaded up. We'll need a report. Okay, last one. Yeah, dry scoop some C4 or something. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, Quinn Miners was my favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I got to say, you guys got to tune in to the other ones. This was our most, quote unquote, serious question yep. for oh, them. Wow. The the rest are uh, are off the wall. That yeah. was the serious one? Yeah. It's no. Russell Wilson Corny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it got them into, it's the only question we asked that got them into defense mode. Yeah. Oh, totally. It did. Yeah. It did. Um, it's bold to come in with that one. I know. Well, it was it was woven yeah, into. It was. It was. And. I thought I like Justin response the best because he actually laughed at it. Like right. the other guys <laughs> oh, right, right, were kind of right. like deer to headlights. Yeah. For the second. <laughs> yeah. And one uh. thing I've learned over the last week, and you guys can kind of take this how you will, um, is I truly believe Russell Wilson is looked at by the players as closer to a coach mm. than he is looked at as one of the players. So if we asked, is Nathaniel Hackett corny? I think they would have had the same response, you know, like, right. well, you know, no, right. he's just a smart right. guy. He brings right. a lot of energy that you don't want to talk. You don't want to like, um, talk smack about the coaches. Mm -hmm. And I truly think that's the way they look at Russell Wilson. And I think that has some positives and negatives. Um, I personally would prefer they kind of looked at him as one of the guys and he can take some shit and all that stuff. But it's not not the case. That's how it goes with star quarterbacks, though. Yeah. Like, Tom Brady isn't one of the guys. Peyton Manning probably wasn't just one of the guys. Here's what I'll say. I'm curious what the response is in two years from now. And I would hope some guys would be willing to give him some shit and, and tease him uh, and have some fun with him. Because remember, the wide receivers with Peyton, uh, once they got comfortable oh, yeah. with him, they, you know, tried to have That's him pose, true. you know, half naked for a Sports <laughs> Illustrated thing. They, they, those guys were okay. But you know what? I bet some offensive linemen never got comfortable with Peyton. And some defensive players never wanted to be on his bad side. And we're still very much in that. It's almost the opposite of a honeymoon stage. We're in that, like, yes, sir. Yes, yes, Russell. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> yes. you want. And on top of that, Draymond Jones, I don't remember the exact word. When talking about Russell Wilson, he, he mentioned Nathaniel Hackett right after he said Russell Wilson, like, the higher power or something like that. And it, it, Ryan, it plays exactly to what you're saying. He mentions Russ and Hackett. Uh -huh. And then after that, he still mentions Russ as being like this godly figure. Yeah. I mean, well, when you talk about higher powers, you literally look up. Russell Wilson <laughs> has an office on the second floor mm. of the Tug Valley. <laughs> he does. Uh, yes, he does. Oh my God. So I don't know about that. I, I know. That's what I'm saying is like, he's essentially a coach. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I think that's why you saw that sort of of, yep. uh, of response. Um, it's not uncommon for quarterbacks to have offices in the building. Um, just because. Great ones. Yes, exactly. But, like, even Case Keenum got an office. It just wasn't on the second floor. <laughs> um, so, like, it, it's one of those things where, the like, the, those, you know, the quarterbacks are there more than anyone else. Um, they are watching more film than anyone else. Mm -hmm. So give them a place to do it. It, it, it's weird. Um, but I think it makes sense. I just want to see what he has in there. Like if it's just like a bunch of chairs and projector, like that makes sense. But like, you don't need a computer. Like you don't need a desk. Like you don't, you don't need like, I guess maybe pens. You'll, you'll take some real notes, but like you don't need to sit down and write emails or anything like real office work. His, his office should be the most high tech one of them all. He, he should have TVs surrounding him. He the should VR. have the VR in his office. Yep. <laughs> Anything he wants. And this is probably something that was 
not negotiated, but remember when Russ made that first visit to make sure that he wanted to be there, understand the Broncos' vision? He probably said, okay, so which office is mine? You want to mm-hmm. show that to me right now, or you just want it done by the time I get back here? Yeah. And, and they understood. Those are the types of things that, like, you can do when you're Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah. As it was, as it has been reported, it wasn't a done deal when he came and toured the facility. He still hadn't officially signed off, so he absolutely could have been like, well, "Can I have this office?" He's sitting yeah. in George Payton's office. This is not true, but he's sitting in George <laughs> Payton's office. He's like, "Yeah, this is a good office," and George is like, "Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like the best view." And he's like, "Yeah, so where's your office going to be, George?" <laughs> I think there's a vacant office up there. Uh, mm. Where John Elway used to be. Yeah, it's a big one too. Mm. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Although maybe um, the Waltons want to come in and take that <sighs> off. Now that is interesting. <laughs> Rob Walton, do you take it or do you? Maybe you just build your own building that's an mm. office, like attached to it somehow. You do whatever you want to do. Oh, you, like, don't, I don't, like you don't come in and push and push Russ oh. out. <laughs> I <sighs> doubt that that's the actual case. <laughs> I, I think Russ is probably just a smaller office up there. It is crazy just trying to like put yourself in Rob Walton's head. Or it's like, okay, this is my team. Like, What office do I want? Do yeah. I push somebody out of their office? Do I, do I just build my own office? Like, I just can't even imagine what goes through your head when you're making a decision like that. Just like the, build me a new complex. There's only like two or three really good offices. Yep. At that in that building, from what I can see. Yeah. Huh. Yep. That that overlook the field. Yep. With like the nice view and all that. And we know there's I, nothing good in the field house. No, no, that's all media stuff. So of course yeah. nothing good. Um, <laughs> they uh, t- at least two of them have balconies, and one used to be John's, mm-hmm. so it's probably George's. And now. one was Joe's. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it, it well did Hackett have one? Oh, there, should. there probably is a coach's office that has a view. When yeah. Vance, yeah, and then probably Joe as well. I just uh, yeah, there are three. You're right. Joe does. You that. look yeah, up yeah. there and you yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. So you think that have to be owner, GM, head coach? Yeah. Yes. Where's quarterback fit in? Yes. <laughs> it is not the quarterback. Like, Honestly, again, like, the, what four, you the four pillars should have. The four pillars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your quarterback. Like if he has a, a chair where he sits and then like a desk and then like the two chairs across from it. Like, right. that just doesn't... Right. Like, you're not calling people he's in. Like pressing <laughs> he's a like, button. He's like, hey, can you send in Cortland? Yeah, like, no, like, yeah, that's not your job. Like, if you want to watch film, like, yeah, have, like, some good film. Like, get a couch in there or something. Desks if you're, like, going to make these guys really uncomfortable, like, feel like they're working, but... I don't know. I got I to gotta see how he laid that out. No, I'm you know, skeptical. You know who that's for? It's not... He's not actually calling Cortland in. He's calling Nathaniel in and saying, you know what? That game plan last week, just not acceptable. <laughs> we said Rob Walton in. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, well, come on. We're coming <laughs> Cash over cap, my guy. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we joke because it's true. We do. <laughs> Speaking of things we joke about that are true, the salary cap being fake. Yes, yes. Yeah. Was it, is it Andrew Brandt? Is that the yes. name of the person yes. who, who said that? It was, yes. Okay, someone like that. Uh, former GM of the Packers uh, was on with Pat McAfee uh-huh. yesterday and explained what we've been trying to explain for years. I would I just recommend you watch it because yeah. it, like, there was someone who tweeted out um, a couple months ago, like, if your favorite NFL analyst tells you the cap isn't real, then you need to find a new favorite <laughs> NFL analyst. And like... 40 people tagged me in it. Yeah. And I was like, well, thanks you're, for saying that I'm your favorite. <laughs> um, 
but uh, I'm I will die on the hill that the cap isn't real. Look at the past 48 hours in Los Angeles. The team that you know couldn't do anything this off season, and maybe they were going to lose their whole Super Bowl team. I bet Vaughn's and, heard about it. Oh, I, I bet he is. They and see they could have kept him mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They just clearly wanted to prioritize other things. They gave Aaron Donald a pay raise. They gave Cooper Cup a pay raise. They because. They had the cash yep. to do it. Stan that is the key. Opening up the pocket. Yeah, books. how about At that? At some point, that build does kind of come to Like, you add the void using, you keep setting it down the road every single time, but there is that small amount that builds up and builds up. For it's sure. like once every decade, you have to have a year where it's just like, okay, we can't we can't go full go. But I will say, but Grant yeah. wouldn't even commit to the fact that, it, that the bill eventually comes due. Mm. He's like, you can essentially kick the can down the road forever. <laughs> But the one thing is, like, if you cut the guys, then you're in trouble. So you have to be willing to keep them, whoever you're doing this for, for most of, if not all of the contract. The other thing is the salary cap keeps growing. Yeah. So as you kick the can down the road, you get more leeway on the back end. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. The Saints are, like, the perfect example. Literally, like, seven years ago, everyone was like, in two years, they're no. done. They're, they they yeah. they can't kick kick the can down anymore. And then it was Drew Brees left, and it's like, okay, this is when they're gonna eat it and just have a bad year to reset. Nope, they didn't do that last year. And then this year, when Sean Payton left, they're like, okay, they're doing it. No, yeah. they go out, yeah. they sign more guys. It's like it, if the Saints keep doing this, then I'm 100 percent going to believe the cap does not matter. Yep, yep. I mean, again, it's an exaggeration to make a point to say that it's not real, but. You can make it as fake as you want. Yep. Definitely. And the Broncos are, if we're being realistic, in a six-year window, I would say. Um, their their true Super Bowl window is, is, is going to be the next six years. Of course, you know, there's been quarterbacks who win it much later than that. But if, if I was approaching this, I would say I've got six years to try and win as much as I possibly can. And you can absolutely make the cap not real for six years. And you know the good thing is the Broncos are starting at an advantage right now where they have some extra cash or cap this year that they're going to roll over to next year. So they're starting in a great point. They're starting on top, and they have so much leeway. Isn't that kind of a bad idea, though? Because you can just kick it down the road? Like, why not spend? Why not make the Akeem Hicks deal instead? Oh, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. And, and and when John Elway in the past couple of years has been saying, you know, we're in it for this year, we're not rebuilding, it's like mm-hmm. you have $21 million in cap space that you have that, that you're <laughs> going to roll over to next year. Something's not fully adding uh-huh. up. Yep. Poor John. I, I actually feel bad for him because obviously he had a hand <clears throat> in the fact that the Broncos couldn't find the right quarterback, but he, he didn't really ha- – like. The biggest one you'll say is Josh Allen. That's like a yeah. true 100%. He was right there for you. You missed him. Mm-hmm. A lot of the other things, it was like a, he didn't have great options. And we know how hard it is. It's not like it's just every GM but him could find a quarterback. And so I just feel bad for him because I know the the last, like all he wanted to do was say, like, I left the team in a good place. Did they take That's Paxton the year before Josh Allen? That was the year before uh, Mahomes draft. It was, Weren't they this? It was 20... 20- it was the year they took Brad. No. Wait, Josh Allen was 28. Paxton Lynch draft, Josh, uh, Patrick Mahomes draft, Josh Allen draft. Okay. Again, three. that would have made them like one of two teams in the past 20 plus years to take a two, two first round quarterbacks in three years. Yeah. So that would have been like at the t- a pretty ridiculous move. Now they should have done it absolutely. But Paxton was already done. Oh, totally. They had no say, on him. That's the difference is they knew after mm-hmm. year one. Well, they got gun shy. 
is what it was. And they were like, well, we're probably safer with Case Keenum than Josh Allen. That would have been like draft wise, one of the three most bold quarterback moves of the past 30 years. Yep. No, nothing will compare to uh, the Cardinals. Exactly. Yeah. Cardinals. And I think Manziel one year later, one before or two years later, they took one. Okay. The Browns, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like Brandon Whedon and then John Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't say they didn't try. Or maybe it was the other way, yeah. God, you can't say that again this time either. Oh, yes. They're certainly trying. They're they just are. pressing all the wrong buttons. Oh, man, majorly. It's unbelievable. Um, okay, anything else on Russ um, or offices I, 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 on the second floor? I loved that uh, that Quinn Minerts was actually the one to give him the most shit with, by saying that video wasn't very fun. <laughs> uh, I thought I, I I thought he I was gonna get him to expand on that. Mm, did yeah. you hear me say why did yeah. they post that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just zoomed right <laughs> he through. Right he was like, that. I'm not doing that. Also, my favorite part of that was him talking about how they had to do it yesterday. Yeah, um, and he's like, it's so difficult. So I said, you should take a pre workout. And he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna dry scoop some C4. <laughs> Got to see those clips of Quinn Minerts. <laughs> yes, I know. I was looking for it yesterday when they because they posted some videos from it. Yeah, they also posted Russ again, and I'm like. What are you like? He didn't say anything in this right. one. Thankfully. Oh, they made sure. They said, Russ, don't say anything. And also, we're going to mute this one. Just maybe no more behind the scenes. We don't need that. Just those. save it for game day. It's a lot of know? let's ride. It's, I've had a lot of let's ride. Yeah, Henry's uh, a little bit over let's ride. I, 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 need, a, I need a break. Give me, give me a couple months off, and then for the season, then we'll get back into let's ride. But it's yeah, been a lot of let's ride. Next week. Yep. You'll get a lot of let's ride then. Yep. Oh, boy. But then you'll get a solid month break from Let's yeah, Ride. But, Except for Russ's social. Oh, man. But then you think it's bad now. We've been hearing it like once a month talking to Russ. It's going to be every single week. Multiple times a week. Yeah. For 10 months years. ready. Yeah. I guess if it comes after a win, it's better. Yeah. You know, once there's actually wins I, like, stacking up. I oh, think totally. it's a legitimately good catchphrase. Yeah. It just, I mean, it's just overused. I, I The other thing is, like, I feel like it doesn't... Like after wins, I feel like you can't say it. Like you go out, let's ride. You you already rode. So then what you we wanted to do is Sunday. Be- <laughs> you wanted to come out Sunday morning and drop, yeah, yeah. A, drop a let's ride every single week. Like it does kind of feel like more of an off season thing now that I think of it. Like a let's ride, yeah. and then you get into the season. So eh, no, they'll keep pumping. So the the let's ride thing, the we rode, we is, rode. It, is after a win. What's <laughs> what, what's after so a bad. what's after a ro- loss? We got ridden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's it. Um, I can't, I, yeah. No, we, after a loss, it's let's rid. Let's rid let's ourselves. Rid. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, one thing you don't want to rid yourself mm. of is athletic greens. Yes. You want to mm. you wanna ride with athletic greens as much as you possibly can so you can get that AG glow. Um, it'll make your skin glow. Um, our friend Eric Weedham D-Line says it makes his fingernails more healthy. Mm. Uh, he says it really makes them shine. Uh, I believe him on that. But there's it's, no way that guy has shiny fingernails. Hey. I'll, I'll, we can go check, but yeah, I just don't I mean, buy it. You wanna, we, we can call him in here. You can hang him in <laughs> yes. front of the camera. Uh, only if he's been taking his athletic greens. You got to take your athletic greens. It's great for your gut health. Uh, it'll make you feel good in the morning. Like, it's just one of those things where you take it, you're like, whoa, how was I living without this before? Um, so check them out. Use the code DNVR when you sign up and you're going to get five free travel packs and a year supply of immune immune supporting vitamin D. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash Broncos 
to get in on that awesome deal. Absolutely. Check them out. And let's check out our people and talk to the comment mm -hmm. section. Let's dive into it over at thednvr.com. But I do think we have a super chat to hit coming in from our guy, Brian Para. And, of course, he's talking to all of us here, but specifically you, Hank. He says, Madden Talk Henry on the pod? Am I dreaming? Yep. Yes, he is. Yes, you are. Wake yep. up. It's all Wake a dream. Up. That alarm's going off, yep. baby. Yep. <laughs> right after this, your dream is going to transfer into me beating you in another Super Bowl. Uh, well, if he's dreaming, then he's probably dreaming of just the smackdown that he put on me a couple weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. Um, also, it looks like... Did, did the comments get cut off midway there, uh, Kale? That's been happening lately. So there might be some more Super Chats actually on something worth looking into. Uh. Um Anyways, we can jump into the comments uh, on the website and then circle back if there's any ones that we missed. Perfect. First one coming in from Aaron Ray says, what's going on, my Gs? I had a nightmare. Wow, we're talking about dreams and nightmares here. Says, I had a nightmare that the new owner decided to relocate the Broncos to a different city. I know it would never happen, but if one day he decided he wanted to just do that, we, would we, the people, or the NFL be able to stop it from happening given the fact that the Broncos are such a staple in Denver? Need some peace of mind after that nightmare, LOL. Stay blessed. There's no way that they're going to move. I mean, but like, let's talk about what that path would be. So let's just say, like, the Avs win the next four Stanley Cups, Nuggets break through with Jokic, uh, the Rockies figure it out, and then all of a sudden, like, the Broncos aren't just, like, the, the big thing in town. Meanwhile, like, Russell Wilson just does not pan out. The Broncos have three win seasons for the next decade. In that scenario, at that point, like, you're, there's 20,000 no-shows every week. That's probably enough for them to move, right? Yeah. It, it, but it takes something like that. It's impossible. Yeah. But to answer your question that you want peace of mind on, no, you couldn't stop him. No, yeah, yeah you, 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 you couldn't. And here's what would stop them, though, is, Hank, the timeline you laid out mm -hmm. is over many, many years. Totally. You know what would happen before that? He'd build a new stadium out there, and he would invest $5 billion of his own money, so he would then be tied to Denver. But I agree with Ryan. There, there's nothing he can do. St. The Louis, owners could, right? St. Louis didn't want him to leave. I think the owners Yeah, the owners could, have, would have to vote. Could vote against it. But yeah. he, and they would. I don't know. Unless it gets to that point. I think the owner, Rob Walton in, in this case, would be moving it to what he thinks is a very profitable market. And that would sell the owners on, okay, you're taking them out of Denver so we can get more money? Sure. I just Remember, don't think that though, there is – it, it would take that wild scenario for there to be a more profitable market. Remember, Broncos country literally spans the most territory of yeah. any fan base in, in the United States. So you're going to piss off literally an entire chunk of the country if you do that. I think there's a chance the owners would vote against it. Regardless, this is like uh, – I realize it's not our fault. Mm -hmm. We didn't bring this up, but it's like fear mongering to even mention it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. not going to happen like, because they'd be like a, the second team in Chicago. Like they go to San Antonio, like Mexico for, City, Mexico City. Like I guess like Mexico market. City would be the one that could potentially. But still, then like you're probably not making that much more money. And if you are going to make money there, the owners would say, "No, you're not going. Send the Jags down there." I agree. Yeah, the, I, the owners wouldn't but approve the Jags it unless it got real bad. At that point, so. Taylor. Nobody's going to London. Remember, the, Bron <laughs> the Broncos <laughs> International City uh, is is Mexico. Or that is true. country is Mexico. For the first time this year, the Jags are in charge of the tickets Ooh. for the game at Wembley. Mm. Who's in charge before? Like <coughs> the NFL. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. Shows they're integrating themselves. So it's like quite literally a home game. For yeah. Them. Wow. Mm -hmm. How about that? 
Next one coming in from Denver Rival says, Hey guys, it was funny that right after I finished listening to the pod and then my Instagram feed started showing Ellis and Rob's statements. I love the Mile High era and grew up watching the Jaguars destroying the Jay Cutler Broncos at that stadium. Couldn't have but, happened. But I am down with the idea of a new stadium in a new area. Having it in downtown can make it a tedious process to park, walk, and pay for all those things when you're outside of the downtown area. A new zone will lead to new business and homes and for that area. I would I would hope it makes living in the Denver metro area cheaper in this new behemoth of Wally World. I hope Rob Rob Walton will make a Denver dynasty. What an active 2022 offseason for us Broncos fans. Let's hope these newer jerseys look good, unlike the City Connect Rockies jerseys. Go Broncos mm-hmm. and DNVR fan. Please show some love to the DNVR Rivals June 26 fundraising game by donating, attending, and volunteering for the program. So I get this. Uh, and I've never once said it's all bad um, moving the stadium. There are slight things that could be cool about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one thing being that it would be an insane stadium. Um, and you're, it, it's true that you would have this like cool new area that you could go to that n- wouldn't exist otherwise. That being said, like, I just, it's so much better having it in downtown. Totally. Um, and I, I and I, I say this as someone who's been to every version of this in downtown, on the outskirts of downtown, out of town, completely in a different city, uh, in Arizona. And that one is by far the worst. <laughs> Um, and the further away you get from the city, the worse it gets. It's just not nearly as cool when you, when, when you're at our tailgate at mile high, you're literally looking over the city of Denver right before you see the Denver Broncos play. But imagine you could overlook the beautiful DIA planes. in the background. <laughs> literally planes, two different yeah. kinds, one in the air, one on the ground. It's all you get to see. Um, so yeah, I mean, it could be cool. There could be cool things about it. It would also suck. The Broncos could have flyovers at every single game. Yeah. <laughs> <By> Frontier <laughs> Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. People are like, oh, that's the, that's the Bronco tail. Right. I, I think that we underrate like the ability of them to build like a mega complex on the current site. Like when you look at what land, I mean, they don't have it, and that's a tough part. Like they'd have to do a bunch of work, buy it from the city, and go through whatever deal, whatever. But like the the land that they are on plus the land that the Cronkies are on is 15% bigger than the complex that the Rams have out in Inglewood. So, like, they have all that. And plus, you look at what else is around there, and it's like you have that U-Haul store. Like, you have the, the rug store. You have, like, that big electrical facility. Like, it's a bunch of things that it feels like if Rob Walton went up to them and just said, like, here's some money. Can yeah. we just buy this? It seems like you could get them, especially when you remember, like, how they got their land down in Cherry Hills because they're building whatever mansion, they went and bought four plots of property from four different people, and none of them were on the market. Like, you do that same thing, plus you take from the city, and all of a sudden they own as much as the Rams own, build all that up, and you're right in town. Imagine the call when someone's like, hey, so the Waltons are buying the Broncos, (laughs) and they want your house, and, like, they value, like... I've like this is your realtor and they're like I value your house your house at 20 million mm-hmm. they're willing to pay 40 for it you know like yeah. I guess they ended up paying 20 for all of it but still uh it, it just a, what a crazy and you're just like well I can't turn down this deal well so, you just I buy guess. the neighbor's house that's up for sale like yeah might as well just take 20 mil cash and use the other half of it to seriously seriously yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's possible here's the thing that land is so much more valuable as apartments and things like that. And so that 
you can make so much money off of that another way around. Like the Cronkies own that land around mm-hmm. uh, uh, the ball arena and they're going to develop it into that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, you would have to own that area and you could do that sort of thing too. Uh-huh. But you could also just invent an area that suddenly becomes valuable that isn't right now. So right. you get the land for so cheap yep. and then you turn it into really valuable land. Yeah. That's how you end up with $70 billion. And it, it still would be more valuable downtown though. Like, like if, if, if you, you do that same thing, but it's downtown, that but, ups it another 20%. There's not as much room. You could buy oh, totally. thousands and thousands of acres out where you're going to put the stadium in DIA mm-hmm. and develop the entire thing. Houses, apartments, mm-hmm. hotels, bars, all that stuff. And you own the whole thing. Whereas totally. you get a small chunk around the stadium. Right but now. then and, the other pushback that I throw out there, though, is that we, it would be the first time that something that big has been done. The first time. Because, again, like the Rams complex, if they did just buy a little bit of surrounding property, they would own as much as the Rams do. And so you could do that exact same thing. And so maybe they want to go even bigger. But I, I do think that there is a strong case for them to try to, to, to get some deal done with the city. There. I hope I hope. I, so I hope badly. so too, Definitely. but but don't forget we're talking about if they buy the land and, and expand to have a mm-hmm. huge complex around Ball Arena mm-hmm. as well. You're talking about building over a highway and yeah. under a highway and a light rail station and the mm-hmm. light rail lines. It, be cool. You you could do it, <laughs> but when Rob Walton says, "Okay, this land's going to be smaller. It's going to be." way more expensive for me to do this there's going to be way mm-hmm. more uh resources that i have to use in order because there's so many difficult things building over a highway all mm-hmm. this stuff just outweighing it being really cool it's not gonna it, that's not gonna move the needle for him and, and additionally mm-hmm. it's going to be so much easier to sell for people coming in to out of town and conventions yeah. and, and 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 everything events that would be there to say we're the first stop off the light rail and I agree yeah. with you, Henry. I, I hope you're right. I totally. just think that... Because they already did have those plans to create the entertainment center mm-hmm. in the south lots, mm-hmm. which would be really cool. But, I th- yeah, I mean, I- I'm not holding on too much hope. The one thing I will say is I think there's a chance that maybe Rob Walton isn't all that greedy about this and just says, like, I just want it to be cool and I want the fans to love it. That being said, I see so many fans, and they've got to be from out of town, saying they want a new stadium. They want, yeah. oh, a, a totally. new, you know, to right. do the Bronco yeah. Land thing. Um, yep. And to me, I'm like, please stop, please don't do that. But again, I mean, if you take McGregor Square and put it out by the airport, like it's not holding its own. And again, the difference is the size; like you scale it way up from that. Yeah. But I do think that there is much more of a guarantee of success if you build it close because you'll have the game weekends, but then you even look at like, yeah, you can have concerts there, but how many concert tours are designed for indoor 100,000 seat stadiums? Like they're typically built for like basketball arenas or for football stadiums. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure that there's that many more events. And then they have those conventions. There is. Oh, really? Yeah. Because how how much is sports authority or Empower Field used right now? She's for a concert that you went to earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. it's probably like five, five a concerts summer. Yeah. A, a summer. It would be it would be so much more. You and, think so? And in the winter, I do. But Henry has a point though. Like the the outdoor shows are designed to be outdoor shows. Like there's fireworks and stuff yeah. like that. And you can move them indoors. Probably like you'd find a way to do it, so you wouldn't lose those. I still don't know that there's that many more indoor 
that are scaled up that big because it'd be like a five. My question is like, is Justin Bieber like playing there or like can he fill that? Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because like he, I mean, like he's playing Madison Square Garden in a couple nights mm-hmm. for a couple of nights. But yeah. could because he s- he's doing it a couple of nights, so he'd do one night. But here. is he doing stadium? Like has he done exactly. Mile High? And so, but the thing is, you'd Mile have to. Mile High isn't a get. People don't want to come here and perform it in Power Field. That's why we've seen what once Taylor so, okay, Swift has he done Jerry. Has he done Jerry World? I don't know. I have no idea. Exa- and that's the thing, though, is like it has to be a stadium tour. Like you have to be playing football stadiums at every stop. Like you can't go Madison Square Garden to Empower. Like you know. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. you have to have it designed that way. I mean, so Bieber, when he comes through, if he's not playing stadiums all the way through, I feel like he has to go to Ball Arena. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Like maybe you could scale it up, venue but venue works. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I I think, I think the main thing is the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Final Fours. That it, I'm with you in the sense that that doesn't do that much for me. But yeah. I'm not the one who's making a yeah. millions and millions and millions of dollars off. Of and it. not just on the stadium, but he's going to own the hotels yeah. and the land on all of that yeah. and then just rake in the cash. Yeah. But again, like once every 15 years, you get a Super Bowl. Once every 15, you get a Final Four. Versus if you have it downtown, you have the locals. And if that becomes the hot spot of downtown, it you is know, true. It is true that like your new McGregor Square will get used all the time. Yep. If you do it downtown. Yep. yep. But you know what's more valuable is those massive national things oh, of course. than the local. So they do, unfortunately, care more hmm. about the, the national. And, and really quick, just one point to your, your, your point of trying mm-hmm. to keep it uh, in downtown is Rob Walton. He may want to see uh, something happen sooner and improvements to the stadium would happen sooner mm-hmm. than uh, building a whole new complex out there. And he's 77 years old, so that may be something on his totally. mind. I still do think it moves, though. I want to see too. if um, I can see how much money the Cronkies made off of the Super Bowl. Mm. When you look yeah. that up, I'm going to read the next one coming in from Let's Russ, Let Russ Cook. Howdy, gents. Been a while since the last comment. I'm excited for Hackett and Russ to lead a pick uh, or – and Russ to lead a pick-your-position type offense. It also sounds like the defense will have a swarming, aggressive demeanor. I'm excited to see them put the pads on. Thanks for the pod, as always. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. I can't find anything. No, nothing. <laughs> I made him a lot of money. Yeah. Well, we, but... we love you a lot, Russ Cook, and I completely agree. I think we're going to see a very aggressive yep. defense, which is going to be fun. Next Definitely. one from Dan Burke says, Hey, guys, I see people call the linebacker unit low ceiling, but if Josie plays like he did in those first two games and Jonas plays like he did down the stretch, wouldn't y'all say the linebacker unit has a pretty high ceiling? I know there's some projection there, but I feel like people are selling those two guys short when they're both capable of high play end. What do y'all think? Um, I mean, you just look at the, the the best linebackers in the league. Like, are you going to get a Bobby Wagner out of those two? No. no. You're you're not you're not gonna get uh Levante David, you're not gonna get a Roquan, you're not gonna get most of those guys. And so when you say high ceiling, you're saying you're probably not getting a top ten linebacker out of either of those. You can get guys who are good at their jobs. Yeah. Um, it can be a good group, but expecting like like maybe you get a fringe pro bowler. If all goes well, you know, Josie plays all season. He, he, If that happens, he probably racks up 110, 115, 20, gets himself into the conversation that way. Um, but getting any, like, all-pro type of performance out of there is just, it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, these guys these guys are going to be, they, they their ceiling certainly is very good. 
But mm-hmm. like you're saying, Hank, I completely agree with you. Not all pro. They haven't shown that they're that guy. Yeah, and so the ceiling is considerably lower than several other position groups on the team. Especially yep. since the Broncos have so many position groups with very high ceilings. Exactly. Yeah. Real quick, uh, again, wasn't able to find the exact amount of how much they made off of it. Um, but one thing that I think to, is really interesting to keep an eye out for, and it's this is really going to apply to people mm-hmm. wanting to host Super Bowls, um, you know how the way that NFTs work, at, whereas the owner or the creator of it, every time it gets resold, the creator still gets a portion okay. of that, which is like, you know, it's one of the reasons why like artists were really excited about the whole movement right. when it started. <laughs> that is going to soon happen with tickets where even the resale tickets, the money is going to end up going back to the team. Mm. And so when you have a Super Bowl, and you know you're already selling tickets at a ridiculous price but let's say you get tom brady versus russell wilson this year and it goes crazy you know skyrockets eventually they're going to get to a point where the owners are making even more money off the resale which is going to probably mm-hmm. create some issues for us as ticket buyers but yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the first time i've ever heard an analogy with an nft where the nft was like the point of reference yeah like, <laughs> like right. whenever somebody has an it's analogy with it yeah it's always yeah. like so nft is like this mm. you know that was the, the first yeah. one yeah. Yeah, like for real now it just shifted the entire world you did yeah <laughs> the nft the whole world has changed <laughs> <laughs> and last one coming in from melissa she says hey y'all first time commenting but i interact with y'all on twitter as melissa burrow of course we know who you are marissa so, Melissa, we love you. It says, can you explain more about how the salary cap doesn't matter when you have a rich owner? Would just like more clarity on what all that means. Thanks, and let's ride. Okay, so I'll try to distill uh, this down as much as possible. You but get one sentence. Um, oh, this is going to be a shitty sentence. Money, good. Money, good. There we go. <laughs> and I would have gone with a long sentence. That <laughs> will wrap up our pod. Pod, good. Uh, no. Um, no. I'm kidding, Kale. Essentially... You can pay out your contracts via bonuses. Um, so you can, even if you give someone a giant signing bonus, it's still prorated out across the length of the contract. But instead of, let's say, $30 million a year, you pay out a huge bonus at the beginning that gets prorated out across the entirety of the contract. So then let's say you gave a $60 million bonus on a six-year contract. Then it just goes $10 million per year. Then you can use that to manipulate the cap figure way down. You add those two together, and that creates a much lower cap figure over the course of it. Problem is, let's say you decide you want to move on after four years. Then you have to pay that entire that entirety comes into your dead cap for those next two years. So it's risky in the sense that you better, ho- you better hope you want to keep these guys. Yep. Um, but you... You can only do this if you have the cash, right? Because if you're giving someone a signing bonus, you have to legitimately give it to them, but it still gets prorated out. Um, so there, the truth is, and this is what the NFL owners don't want you to know, every owner can afford to do this easily. It's just whether they want to or not. Back mm-hmm. in the day, Pat Bowen couldn't. There's no. This isn't yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Like, there's that, the liquid fair. cash part. Like that was the issue with the Raiders with Khalil Mack initially. They had to trade him because they didn't. They they were broke at the time for whatever reason. Just didn't have cash. But yeah. But the the key thing with all that is the void years. And so if if that way you can spread. If say it's a seven year contract, 
um, but five years of playing. So I guess call it a five-year contract, but then you have the two years on the end where that Quitable years be exactly where he the contract says like you're not even playing, but they're on there. You get to spread that signing bonus out across that, but you cannot spread the salary out. And so that's where the signing bonus, having the cash, which is what you need, really kicks in is when you throw those void years on, which is a new thing that just started happening like five years ago. Yep. By the way, that was a, a terribly long run-on sentence. It wasn't one sentence. I, I refused to Money good was a good attempt. Money good was the best <laughs> sentence. Um, I highly recommend you just go on to like Pat McAfee's YouTube and watch the whole thing. It's five minutes. Yeah. Um, and you'll have a much better understanding of how it works. But I I truly believe every, every owner can afford to do it. Every owner has $60 million to throw around. Mm, I'm not so sure, even in today's NFL. I think we've seen it with the Broncos a couple of times yeah, in the past but the decade. Broncos didn't really have it. Well, well that's what I'm saying. I mean, a, a team, yeah, the, a, an NFL team wasn't okay. able to do the things. When, I, sh- I shouldn't – okay, what I mean, though, is, like, you look at those net worths on the list of everyone we've seen. All of those guys can afford to do this. But it's it's a big big commitment. So I just don't want people like you. The don't let your owner, owner should yes. be able to. And don't let your do owner this. trick you into saying, "Well, they can only do that over in Denver." Although right. I hope they do <laughs> say that because that's funny. Right. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. We got a couple of super chats to hit on our way out. Just one. Oh, just one. Here we go. Yeah, we got cut off. Uh, from Dylan, who says, "Hey, fellas, it's been a while. I was in the middle of a move." Scared but excited about our new owner. Uh, new unis done right. New stadium would be awesome. Mm, yep. The new uniforms is the one that a lot of people are asking about as well. That's not going to happen before this season. I would expect that next, next off season. season. Let me just I, ask I you this. I think it comes with the stadium. Oh. If there's a new stadium, I bet they implement at the same time. Well, that's going to be so many years. Down Five years. Because they would have years. to announce the new stadium like now. To have it done three seasons from now. Right. Yeah. And you're probably, obviously, it's not going to be announced now. That's probably something next off season at earliest, if not two seasons. Right. We still have a lot of time in Denver. I think the if Bills are moving in 2026. I think their first season is 2026. I don't think they've settled on design. If only they could have burned down the stadium like they tried to. <laughs> they tried. Play it they did try. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, people on the tour who are like, hey, the stadium's yep. on fire. <laughs> yeah. um, they saved us all from... Uh, the Broncos not having a home this year, but everyone should have been in. Under, everyone sure. at the stadium should have been in on it. Been like, oh, and the and the workers are like, oh no, that that's just a simulation. Don't worry. Well, they about did it. have everyone in on it, but they forgot there was a tour that ah, day. Ah, mm-hmm. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, just a conspiracy, but I actually really believe that one. <laughs> um, anyways, I do think it's going to be a while. This is the last thing for you. If you could say, keep the current stadium. For the next 20 years, you, it's 100% guarantee it's staying where it is. Or give me a new stadium, probably 80-20, it's moving out. Which one are you taking? Ugh. The Broncos, I think they need a new stadium. Why? I don't know this, but compared to other NFL stadiums, it's just not anywhere close. But, but like, what's, what's it, wrong? It's all. It's supposed to hold people to watch football. Yeah, I wish it does it, that I, very well. I wish they would have just upgraded the old Mile High, which was definitely mm-hmm. its own experience. Yep. Like, 
and there's nothing special about Empower Field. What's special about it? Lambo, all the all the old stadiums that are around. There's really cool things about it. But like, what what about Lambo makes it special though? It's just that it's old. Like it because has bleachers old, and, instead and, and, of seats. Yeah, exactly. And, okay. it, and it's dug into the ground. Bowl stadium. Um, I mean, I yeah. think there were really cool things about Mile High Stadium. Totally. It was like so rickety and loud stadium, and yeah. south stands. So I do think there's something to that. A stadium built in 1999 just doesn't have much. I for me for it's na- just like. I mean, yeah. Its job is to hold people to watch football, and it does it perfectly fine. Yeah, like so I don't I went, need like upgraded Wi-Fi or anything like that. Like well, they've I, already done that, so they did, and it actually works pretty. <laughs> oh, well. really? That's um, you do need it. Yeah, but I, I don't. I, I needed it when I was watching the Avs game at the Luke Combs concert. <laughs> put the put the Broncos more on the map. How much pub have the Chargers and Rams and Raiders got? The it, Chargers it, don't it, get pub. Just, need it. Yeah. They, they do for the stadium. That's why they get it. I think of that as the Rams stadium. Um, they're like yeah. a, I guess just being in the division, I don't. They're like um, a roommate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's true. Um, but just put them even more on the map. Yeah. I, hope I, I think I they're hope so on the map, downtown. though. Like, they're I, the Denver Broncos. I'm just also on, like, on the mindset of it's moving. And I've just accepted yeah. it. So that's why it's not hard on me anymore. That's mm-hmm. how I feel as well. My thing is there's no need for a new stadium. And a lot mm-hmm. of people are going to try and tell you that there are, there is and there just isn't. Exactly. And, like, I, I went through and just watched, like, the, the stadium tours for, like, the last 10 NFL stadiums that came out. Like, there's, like, four-minute YouTube. Just, like, weird guys who, like, think they need to record a video of it. But, like, there's cool stuff in there. But there's also, like, I don't know. There's so much of it that you just hate. Like, like one of I think, like, the, the Falcons stadium. Like, the players walk through this club area to go to the field. I mean, no, that's the Vikings. Mm. Like, that's not how it's supposed to be. Like, football teams, they run out of the tunnel. There isn't, like, these rich people who are, like, looking at... Like, there's so much of that sort of stuff. Or, like, like the, pull down their monocle to... I know. It's like, oh, let's, God, let, I hate that. But let's not also not pretend that it's... Empower Field is going to stay as it is. They're going to dump oh, totally. almost a billion dollars into it if they they keep it there. So Please you're, you're going to be dumping so much money mm-hmm. into it to keep it state-of-the-art. And that's just... There's going mm-hmm. to be... They're going to change it because, Ryan, to their standards... It does not live up to it. Yeah, I Probably. guess it just doesn't We're need assuming. to be state of the art in my mind. Like I go, yeah. to, like my favorite place in the world is Folsom Field. But that's just such a stopping mm-hmm. point because, in their eyes, it does. They're, so that's their part eyes, of the they just want to make more money. Yeah, and they want to be on the map. Right, but the, I mean, they, again, it's a on want. It's not a need. And if the f- football isn't a, a, a need. What do you it's mean? It's a want. Just <laughs> it, it, like it, it, the, the having. All of this is just a want. No. Uh, <laughs> yes. You can want a new stadium because you want to make more money and you want to create a development. I get that. Just don't try to tell me we need yeah. a new stadium. You know, the old yeah. one's falling yeah. apart. But if you have a shitty stadium, it probably means your ownership isn't very good and they don't care about it. It's not a shitty stadium, though. It works fine. Like, In, it's a good stadium. To the NFL, it is. Yes, but, it is. I mean, compared to Levi's Stadium, compared to, I've like... I've been to these... It's not that different. Like, yeah. I went to Levi Stadium. You know what was really cool? I got to go into the Top Golf swing suite. I got to play yeah. Top Golf. And you know what makes that before sh- the game? And the owners take their friends in there, and their friends say, "Oh my God, this is awesome!" Oh, yes, totally. luxury. But like, it's all looked, about luxury. Of course, the, it is. The Falcons put out an official tour of their stadium, and they're saying things like, "Well, you know, we really focused on the Wi-Fi because, and, and included phone chargers at every seat because, you know." We hope that you don't want to be on your phone, but we recognize that you might want to be on your phone throughout the game. And so we want to give you that opportunity. And like you hear that and just like, oh, I hate that so much. And it, like, it's the right business decision. It yes. is the right business decision. That's what I'm but saying. also, like, 
I hate that that is the case. And, and just, so that just sucks. It's like my old take of like, you don't have to put one thing down to elevate another. And that's exactly where I'm at on this. It's like, you you don't need to tell me that the new the old one is shitty yes. to tell me that you five billion dollars go ahead. Yes, exactly, exactly. So yeah. just don't try to trick people into thinking that there's a need for a new stadium. Just admit you want a new stadium. Oh, of course, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's all it's it's a massive want. Yes. yes, but you know what? Rob Walton may pay for the whole thing. He'd have to. I think he probably will. Or him have and to. his. No, he does not have to. You he think they'd be willing to pay? Does right? not have to. No, th- they, they, you don't have a choice. Uh, this is a talk, whole other talk about, can of worms. Talk about moving. If you want to move, force a, a team to move, you uh, go against the owner's wishes to pay. Now, I, I don't think that'll come to that because I think Rob Walton's going to want to pay for it all so that everything is his and all the profits are his. How much longer is the lease for the Broncos at this stadium? I don't know. That'd be remember. the big note. Because if they have him under contract for like 10 more it years. It doesn't matter. 70 yeah. billion. That is true. What I, what I will say is he's probably going to build it on his own. If he didn't want to, he wouldn't have to. Right. People would vote for <laughs> it. Like I saw someone yesterday on Twitter say, like, voters don't want it. Dude, yes, they don't care. If they see Broncos on the ballot, they're just voting yes. Yep. That's for yep, my transplants. Exactly. Things they, in the '90s, absolutely. Now, still deaf, deaf, probably. Here, but so there, there are more questions now than before. Let's let's get back to something okay. we talked about really quick before. That's I think that is more likely voters declining a new stadium uh, for for the team to move than what you said about losing seasons. I think that would push them out quicker. The good news is Rob Walton's building his own stadium with his own money, and he's going to reap the rewards for it. Yeah, I thought um, that was bad news and, in your mind. Well, it's good news compared <laughs> to moving <laughs> to go back to answering your question though. Uh, I do think that like you probably do take the new stadium um, again. Just going back and watching, like they're nice spots. It is weird, like. The idea of an indoor stadium, like it's like Pepsi Center, like linoleum floors at a football game. You like were just you're just bashing like, new stadium. I'm so confused right oh now. Oh no, Henry. but I, you, you're so confused. confused. You cut me off. Like <laughs> yeah, no, I think that you do probably take the new stadium. Like it is is the answer. Like I, not me. No, twenty more years. Yeah, I get to give me fifty yeah. more years as long as it stays in downtown. That's all I care about. Eighty twenty was the selling point. If it was a hundred to zero, mm-hmm. then I think I'd probably hold that. But I mean, they're they're nice, like new seats like better seat better views probably not that there's a bad seat at mile high like i i think i'm probably skewed just because like like i said Folsom field is my favorite place in the world it doesn't need to be anything other than it's a football a, stadium a, a, a holder of humans mm-hmm. yeah and it does that i'm with you and it has an amazing view and it's perfect i don't need anything else mm-hmm. they could redo the other side of the field house it'd be fun for like the first year like you get a new stadium you go and you're like oh yeah this is cool Year two, you're like, yep, we're just watching football. Like, like yep, $150 Uber to get down there. I'm yeah. so confused what Henry wants right now. He, he, he doesn't just, know what he's he wants. Well, what, I want, <laughs> uh, what I want is a brand new stadium that's built on the site of the current place. I want him to buy all the land from the no, city. No, 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 no. They I got know make what a you deal. want, like, idealistically. Oh, but, yeah, uh, no, that's Ryan what I'm pushing for. <laughs> oh, when you give me the, the what a, which bad option do we want? Oh, and that's that's what I'm torn. I, build the new stadium. Build your five billion dollars. Hope that hope that he decides to build it in town and live with the consequences. All right. But a, not a retractable roof. Either put a roof on it or don't. Like we don't need a little butthole in the top of we've the, got of the enough, stadium. Uh, we've got enough content for the uh, for another pod. So we'll yes. have you on again soon. Hank. We're being kicked yes. off right now. Yeah, well, We're I've being been trying to. At right I've been now. trying to rap for <laughs> five minutes, and Henry still can't make up his mind. So uh, that is gonna wrap it up for us today. This has been really fun. Um, so thank you for everyone who tuned in. Thanks, Hank, for joining us, and we will catch you guys tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast.
can't 